Hey, everybody. I appreciate y'all coming out just to listen to what I have to say. It uh, starts out as not a real good story, but ends in a wonderful story. 730 days ago, I was in a real dark place. I was lost and bound for hell. And I was, uh, it was on account of drugs and alcohol. And I wound up uh, in all that. Before that, I had lost my home, lost my family, lost my vehicles, lost everything I had. And so then I turned to drugs and alcohol. And uh, wound up in jail. And uh, I haven't never been in jail the one time before, and that was for a DWI, but I gave up drinking. And there's no excuse for why I went back to it. Because all I did was just go further and further down. When I was in jail, the first uh, four days I was in there, I was in a detox. And when they shut the door on me in there, I remember what my father had told me. He said, when they lock that door behind you, it's over. You're there. And that's when you, the reality strikes into you, what have I just done to my life? What have I done to my family? <laughs> and uh, so I stayed there for four days, slept on the floor, and uh, wind up going and got put in a uh, what they call population. And I thought, well, this ain't population because y'all just took me out of population. This is not what I consider population. And so I went in with no shoes. I was in there for 65 days. And I sat in there, and the only book that I had was this young man come up and gave me a Bible. And that's all I had to read. And uh, I was afraid. I was alone. No money to call out. Nobody to get in touch. You couldn't pick up a cell phone like get out here. So there wasn't anybody else to call on. So I raised my hands in there and asked God to save me. And I felt it. And he told me, Pastor, tell me, I told you, I got something I want you to do for me, and I'm tired of you running from me. He put it on my heart that the world was round because when we run from him, we always end up right back in the same place. We have to go back to him. If he got something for us to do. And so what stuck with me in the Bible when I read it, I had read the uh, Sermon on the Mount, and it stuck in me with hellfire. Out of all that, everything that I read in that, there's the last two words in that when I read that. That's what stuck with me because that's where I was headed. And I knew that. So then I, I read on. And when I was in there all that time, all I did was read my Bible and pray and tell me, if you give me a chance to get out of here, I promise you I'll never be back. I said, I'll hit the altar running. I'll hit the church. And I said, I'll be. And, and that's what I did. I got here. Didn't know the time had changed. Been so long as I'd been in church, didn't know the time had changed. When I got here, the church was over. They thought. When I came in, petition, I walked in. Brother Lane told us to come on in. When we came in, when we went on down, I walked right to Brother Lane. And I said, I'm tired of it. I'm going to live for the Lord. And I also read in there, and it was Luke. And I, they stuck in there, and I had to, I couldn't even, I couldn't kept searching, searching, and I couldn't, and, and I didn't think. To go online, I came and even asked some of the members of the church, some of the elders of the church, where I could find it. 
And it's, uh, you know, it says in Luke, the 16th chapter, 19th verse, go to that and tell you that the beggar dies and is buried. And a rich man also dies. And I kind of consider myself a rich man because I was making money and I was doing all right. I wasn't, uh, didn't have anything to me, but I thought that I was still stuck in this state where I was going to get back where I was at. Well, God, he took all that away from me for a reason so that I would come to him. And then as a rich man died, and then he woke up in a place that he had never been before. He said, he, and when he raised his head up, he looked there and he saw something he possibly in his mind that never imagined could possibly exist. And in a sense, that's the way I felt like where I was in jail. Because at night, it don't like you think, you think, well, you got a TV and all, it ain't all that. You don't want to go there. It's not, it's not anything pleasurable at all. And there's hollering and screaming all night. And I closed my eyes. When I lay there and closed my eyes, all that hollering and screaming, you couldn't sleep. And it's a two, three in the morning. They didn't make them sleep or anything. And the Lord revealed to me, now all it's got to do is just be hot. It's got to be so hot that everything could just melt with permanent heat. It's got to be, that's what hell's going to be like. All that hollering and screaming. And it never got quiet. Except around about four in the morning. And then it started back all over the same next day. It's why I, I wasn't afraid in there because I knew I had God with me. But he was going to keep me there until he knew that I had my heart 100% right with him. And it's sad sometimes that's what it takes. And a lot of times we, uh, we look at those people, you know, and we think bad about them. You know, what we need to do is do like my family and, and these people out here that prayed for me. They never gave up on me. They kept praying for me. They prayed for me when I was at my worst. They would lift me up to God at their best. If it hadn't, I would have died and I would have gone to hell. So if we don't take what God gives us and use it, He's not going to give us anymore. And if we abuse what He gives us, He'll take that away from us. He did. Jesus didn't die on the cross for us to drive a new car. He didn't die because of who we are. He died to keep us out of hell. And I've done this a time or two when I got out of jail. I was so happy to get out. Man, I didn't meet no stranger. And it, I, people walk away from me. Some of them because I was going to tell them about the Lord. Every person that used to come to my place, my place used to be the place to be. You could come, you could drink. You can smoke your joint, hang out there and everything. All of these people, when I come out of jail and I've got my life right with the Lord, I wondered how I was going to tell these people, you know, anything that, you know, where I wouldn't hurt their feelings. I didn't have to. Not a soul came back. I had just, and they just never came back. So I knew, I knew then as the Lord was working in my life. And I don't know everything that He has me wanting me to do. I pray every day. And this, this had stuck in my mind so much, you know, that I, when I'd walked out, and I'd walked to a graveyard. And when I'd, like out of Pleasant Grove, I'd walk to that graveyard. That's where I'd raised up in that church. And uh, we, uh, i walk out through there, and then I'd even go to other graveyards. And I'd think, each one of those persons, where's he? Where did he go? Where did she go? Where are they at? Because we all live out our little short life. 
and we die and we go somewhere. And we make those choices. It's like the choices I made is nobody messed up my life with me. Nobody. We make those choices, and God gets, lets us make choices. He will let us make choices to destroy ourselves. He'll tell us, don't do yeah. this, don't do that, don't do that. We'll do it anyway. And we'll do and And with alcoholics and, and uh, drug addicts, what they do, in most cases, they do the same thing over and over, expecting different results. But I have, if I, I don't have uh, fancy things right now. My truck's down. I don't have a job. I had a job. And uh, I quit it because I wasn't going to be talked to the way that I was talked to. I treat everyone with respect. My life has changed. I don't associate with those kind of people unless I'm witnessing the God to them. If they're going to sit there and cuss at me and all that and everything. I love them and walk off used to. The law would show up at my house because I was not afraid. I would tell them off, if you took something from me, I was coming after you, you rascal. You know what I mean? I was just, I wasn't that I was big and bad, but I just, just wasn't saved. I was lost. I was living in the world. I was living like the world. And since I've been saved, it's 730 days, and I never used to wonder how people can count those days. You count them. When that's special to you, you count every one of them. And I went out around different people, and I didn't have to let anybody tell me that I had changed. I didn't, I, I didn't have to do that because I haven't had a drink or no desire for anything except for trying to get to church. And I told Brother Larry, you know, it gets to where when you love it, when you know that, you're, that God's really working in your heart, is when you go... And you don't want to leave church. Now, I remember the time I didn't want to go. But when you get to where you don't want to leave, you're like, come on, man, that's the end of it. That's all. You know? And we're a small group of people. It's a small church. But this, is a, this church was dedicated to me. Big time. Each one of them in here prayed for me. My sister, Judy and them, Julie and them, never gave up on me. Brother Lane and them prayed for me. I've had Brother Lane come pray with me at nights. He never told no one, but he'd come and pray with me at night when I was slobbering drunk. He told me, the first thing we got to do is we got to get you off that stuff. I'd call Brother Larry sometimes. Drunk as a skunk. Wanting to find out something about the Word. That's what I'd do. I'd lay it off and go get a bottle of whiskey. It already beats the drunk that I couldn't stand up and think that I needed some more. And then I would come in and try to find something on my phone that would convince me to stop it. Because I knew that I wasn't where I needed to be. And I, I don't know what the Lord has for me to do, but I do know that the, the same person is up here. You wouldn't recognize me two years ago with the way that I look. I was uh, about 33 pounds, 33 in the waist, 29, 33, somewhere along in there. <laughs> you tell that, that's been a minute, you know. So, you know, and that's what that does. And what that, the reason that happens to us like that is because if the devil can destroy our minds, then he'll get our soul. He's, a, he's an opportunist. He he sets up things to where they look so nice and they look so good. I, I, you know, and it just, I don't regret my life now. you got a great lady in my life. Patricia's wonderful to me. She's been a blessing to me. It just She comes to church with me. She prays with me. She talk, we talk about the Lord amongst ourselves when we're not here. And there are times when you do, you talk about somebody. But now we just we talk about what the Lord and what 
what we're going to do. And how sometimes you'd say, nobody understands what we are. But there's a lot of people that does understand what we are. Well, God puts us where he wants us to for a reason. But it takes us to make those choices. And if we don't make the right choice, we're the one that suffers for it. I, uh, you know, it just, you know, it just, Jesus, what it means for me to have him is that it means to embrace him. He's in you. He's my Savior. That's what it is to me. And I never really knew what it was like, you know. I went before and got baptized at, uh, at the Pleasure Grove Baptist Church. But I went and got that because everybody else did. I thought that's what I was just supposed to do. But it's different when you really get and you feel God in your life and you know that He's there and that He's just telling you, I love you. I want you to do that for me. Had you done, I've done enough out in the world. And there it's just no future in it. And so, I mean, if it's just me, if I can help one person, just one, then I'd have to live with the agony that I lived through and, everything. and most of us, we don't we don't do anything till we hit rock bottom. And it just sin is sin is sin, and no other person's sin is bigger than your sin or your, your sin. That sin no bigger than yours. So, but that's what you did. Jesus did. The cross was horrible, 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 horrible suffering. For anybody to do that for me, for what I was. I still sometimes can't understand it. But, you know, the Bible don't lie. You know, the Bible is not set out to prove anything. But there's books, 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 and people read books and read books and everything trying to find out what's going on in their life, and it's all in this one. From Genesis to Revelation. There's a lot. Sometimes I don't understand. But that what I do understand, I can operate off of that until I understand the other. Till God reveals what He wants me to be. And it's just, uh, you know, each one of us have to stop and think that, you know, and I'm sure the majority of us that are here tonight have our lives right with God, but there's some of them out there that I know in this world that may not ever change, but that's exactly what people said about me. They said about that me. Some of them say about, boy, that, whenever I got locked up in jail, I was even warned that I would, uh, was headed to jail. And, you know, so, I mean, and it happened, and it was reality. And, uh, I mean, it had been several times the police showed up at my house, several times, because of my drunken state. And, simple, I mean, I had been done wrong. But I, now, when somebody does me wrong, I find a peace to me now that I never had before. It's it just, uh, it can't explain it unless you have it, unless you feel it. And it, and it don't come from anybody but the Lord. It don't come from anybody but from Jesus. But I could say anybody that'll go out, that would go out there and do that for all this world with all the mysteries. I mean, we're living in an insane society already. Everywhere you look out here, it's killings. Every day, you can pick up. You phone and look on it, you turn on your TV, drive by shootings everywhere. And if these people had just for one notion of a second to what happened to them, if they don't get the blood covering them before they stand in front of the, in front of God with Jesus' blood, 
they're not going to go to hell. And if, if the hell was not made, you know, for man, it was made for Satan and his angels. And I, I believe that hell burns particularly from the holiness of God. And it just, you don't hear a lot of, I used to ask Brother Lane, how come you don't hear the preachers preaching on hell very much? Well, we leave that up to the evangelists, that's what I was told. So, but that's what reading the Bible and understanding that, and I knew something about the Word, but I never knew what it was like to have that peace, to be able to get up every day and have everything in the world go wrong. Everything. Call wouldn't start, you know, yes, you know, been done wrong here, done wrong there. But I forgive these people before they ever do me wrong, because some of them you already know what they're going to do. But I forgave them. Whether they ever know that or not, you know. I mean, that's up to them. I've let them know. Because I'm comfortable in my heart. I know if I walk out that door today and fall down from a stroke, I'm, I'm comfortable where I'm going to be. And so we just have to always remember these people out here that are lost, that's what it, that's what it means. They're lost. They don't know. And it's our, it's our job to tell them. And it's our job to show them. This little church right here has prayed for me. I drove by here, man, I try to creep by here, and everybody be coming out, man, busted. It should have been at church. Should have been at church. Brother Lane just wait. You know. So and it just the more we run, the further we go and the further down we go. But you know, like South, two and a half years ago, you could you couldn't have made me pick a Bible up and look at it. And now it's like you know, it's just like any other book that you read. It's part. Ooh, you get to the ending. Well, when you get to the ending, the ending is good for the saved, but it's so horrible for the ones that not. And it just, uh, you know, I mean, I just, I didn't really know how to come across about everything, but you know, I have a peace, and I know that the Lord has got better things for me. If He don't, then. And he comes to get me, then I'll see you on the other side, because that's where I plan on being, you know. But that's the thing about it is the prayers. Prayers, prayers, prayers. You always get, if you give up on these people, they'll never make it. That's what God puts them, that's what, uh, puts them on our heart for. Anything that you can tell them, a little simple thing that you may not mean, think means much, but you get that seed planted with them, and then they, it grows. Some of them it won't, some of them will cast by the wayside. You know, so we just have to, we just, like Brother Larry said, it stuck in my mind the first time I ever heard it. You know, be ready to keep from getting ready. You know, it just, you know, my life is just so much better. And, you know, I've, I've been blessed with a good, with great sisters and family and, and Patricia and, you know, in this church. And I appreciate this church for letting me be a part of it because it, it it's everything to me, you know. It's, uh, you know, I, I seen, uh, you know, people tell you, I don't know how many times I've told them, well, I'll see you at church. I tell them, yeah, I'm coming. I'll come, never come. They'd invite you to simple things. Just, you know, stuff that you go. But as you, when they eat, I'd be there, you know, because you show up to eat. But then, you know, so, but always. But every time I would come, there would be something there, but I wasn't going to give up that lifestyle. But it's uh, 
And I thank the Lord, you know, for letting me be able to, you know, just, just serve Him in any way that I can. It's, uh, and I try to remember any of the times to where that the Lord had called on me and my Lord, they were several, they were several. And then what it took for me to fall that far down to go. So I just, uh, really I'm not, I know we haven't been here long. It don't take a whole lot to tell you, you know, just the fact that of what, what the Lord, you know, has done for me, you know. You know, we just, uh, that's pretty much what I had to say, Brother Larry. You know, and it's just, uh, and I just want to thank everybody for taking the time out of your day to come listen to what I had to say. But if it's any time, I'm on Facebook all the time, and I usually start my practice. Any time I can pray for you, anybody, and and talk to you, anything, just to talk to. Not that I know anymore, anybody else. I'm coming up here. I learn. I'm learning the word too. I'm still learning too. I'm learning, Brother Larry, that teacher, and thank God for him. And thank God for y'all get to sing in the choir, you know. Even got to sing, me just got to sing a solo. I shook, about shook to death the first time we got up here. But it felt good to do something for God instead of just being out in this world all the time.